Okay, welcome back to another episode of Living Madly. I'm your host, Mad, and sitting right next to me is one of my universal soul sisters. Let's just say that. Her name is Jocelyn Strong. Hi! <laughs> oh my god, I'm so excited to be here! Yay! I'm excited to have you too. Um, Jocelyn is a fucking boss, and today we're just going to shoot the shit, so mm-hmm. it's going to be really fun. But first... I have some questions that I've come up with that I've decided that I'm going to ask every single guest because I think they're hilarious and I think it'll just, you know, it'll get our audience to understand and know you, Jocelyn. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Shoot. So first question, who are you? Who am I? Um, I am a educator. Fab. Um, first and foremost. Um, and be, part of being an educator is being student. Um, Fabulous. So I feel like I'm perpetually in this state of learning and then distributing the information. I don't know if you're familiar with human design, um, but my human design um, incarnation cross is the left angle cross of informing, which means I'm here to collect and distribute information to the world. Wait, shut up. That's an actual thing. Yeah. Wait, mm-hmm. I, I thought human design. Oh, it goes so much more than just like what type manifestor you are. generators mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Did you get a reading from someone who told you that about yourself? So I basically do that, but it'll show up in your chart. I don't know if it shows up in your chart, but it'll show up in like your the other parts of your chart that aren't like your solar plexus and like your heart okay. and stuff like that. Okay. Um. And it, it's like your incarnation cross. So I can't, I don't think it relates to your profile because your profile is like one thing. Or it's like one, two, three, four, five, six. And it's like one slash six. Like mine's a three, six. Oh, okay. So I think part of that falls into that. Um, but yeah, it's like your incarnation cross and you can interpret that as like your purpose. Wow, damn. Mm-hmm. When you read that about yourself, did you just get hype? Yeah. Like, did it make sense? I think it does make sense. Um, I know, because it makes so much sense to me. I'm like, duh. Because I literally, I learn and absorb information, I think, pretty fast. Yeah. And, like, pretty deeply. And, like, I'll just know stuff about stuff. Right. And so then I get to share that information with people. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Um... Next question. That just makes me really... I'm sorry. I'm like, I can't stop thinking about that because <laughs> We I'm have like, to, like, look into your chart and I can tell you yes, everything I know about it. Yes. Because I don't know what anything means. And I've been dying to get somebody to read it for me, but mm-hmm. I just, like... Sometimes I feel like certain people just spew a bunch of bullshit, if you yeah. know what I'm saying. And it's just like, pay me $20 to hear more. Yeah. Um. Okay. Anyway. Where... Are you from and where do you live now? So I am from Lowell, Massachusetts. Nice. Um, the home of the like industrial revolution and like factories mm. and like mills and stuff. Nice. Um, so like textile mills. <laughs> textile mills. <laughs> um, Are plenty. <laughs> yeah, right. And now I live in um, Denver, Colorado, which, you know, is the mecca of the gold nugget state. <laughs> Golden nuggets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. I love it. So I'm just super industrial, you know? Yes. <laughs> it's awesome. 
Okay, um, I should have asked this one before I asked last two. What's your zodiac sign? Oh, I'm a Pisces sun, a Virgo <laughs> rising, and a Sagittarius moon. Fab, and mm-hmm. you like believe in, you believe in all this. That was my second half of the question. I think um, there are parts of it that, I think in anything you can't look for excuses. Ooh. Or like I... First and foremost, I believe in radical responsibility. Love it. Um, but I am fascinated with like personality tests and like understanding myself and others better and yeah. being introspective in that way. So there are ways that I do see like Pisces, Virgo, and Sagittarius in my primary chart reflecting in my outer world. Cool. Um, but I don't like let that. You don't d- lean on me. it. Yeah. yeah, you don't lean on it for a label and. S- mm-hmm. If you do something and somebody doesn't like it, you don't just say, oh, my God, I'm a yeah. Pisces. <laughs> I do love systems and organization, and that's, yeah. like, stereotypical Virgo, you know? So there are, like, parts of it that are definitely in alignment. Yeah. You know, take what take what you need, leave what you don't. I like that a lot because I never, like, fall back to it, but there have been people who are like, wow, that's so sad of you. And I'm like, I didn't even notice. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I well, think like, so, like I just feel like some people like, you know, lean on it so much. Mm-hmm. But I like that you just like allow it to be yeah. your being. It's weird to meet people in it when they haven't like met themselves in it. Oh, it's like so because then it's kind of just like you're projecting mm-hmm. what you think they should be based on their sign. Yes, as opposed to like doing it for yourself and claiming it for yourself. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Good. That's yeah. Um, okay, this is one of my favorite questions to ask people. It's kind of loaded. So, it's not really loaded, but... (laughs) If you had the opportunity to go onto a space shuttle Uh and go into space Mm -hmm. and live the rest of your life on a new world in Mm -hmm. space that, like, we could actually survive, would you go to space or would you stay on Earth? It's such a hard question. <laughs> She's thinking intensely right now, honestly. It's I have a lot of attachments to our current world. Same! Um, it's fine. Which makes it hard to think about leaving. I think if I didn't have attachments, it would be a lot easier to go. Just, then you'd say space. But you're yeah. an Earth girl. Yeah. Yeah, I'm an Earth girl too. I, I like Earth... <laughs> I think it's beautiful. Yeah. I think we already have everything that we need. Why yeah. Why risk it to get the biscuit? There's so much of even the United States I haven't explored yet. See, that's what I'm saying. Why do I need to go anywhere else? Exactly. I want to see every single country, like, yeah. if before I even toy with the idea of going to space. Mm-hmm. So, I feel you. Good But answer. on, like, a round trip? See. For sure. Yes! <laughs> Okay, what is one thing that you're grateful for? Oh, um, I love, I just love being grateful for air in my lungs and earth beneath my feet. Boom. You're just fully fucking grounded. Yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, what's one thing you're obsessed with right now? Um, right now I'm obsessed with my turquoise ring. I went to a flea market in Texas, um, and very nice gentleman had a lot of really beautiful like rings set out was he like a collector no he was he was the 
the silversmith. Oh, so damn, he so made he the piece. Made that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he talks about how he'd been obsessed with stones since he was a little boy, and how it was like his life's purpose. Did he say why he's obsessed with stones? I can't remember, but because <laughs> I'm obsessed with stones, so I identify. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just like I tried on a bunch of rings that day, and I put this one on, and I like couldn't take it off like I just kept like looking at my hand and so that's how I knew that it was meant meant to be mine (laughs) yeah it's absolutely gorgeous it's a huge piece of turquoise it's Mm kind of got a raindrop yeah Mm -hmm. like shape to it but it's not raindrop falling down your finger it's raindrop falling like Like horizontal horizontal. yeah and it's like gorgeous silver it's thick as shit it's probably the most beautiful turquoise ring I've ever seen thank you it's like one it's really good and it goes really nice with your other one yeah with my other that's that's a costume piece oh really (laughs) yeah I thought you had one from your grandmother yeah it's a costume piece for my grandmother oh fab okay Mm -hmm. perfect so last and final question because I I want to so this is a question that I've been toying with putting on here but Mm -hmm. like we're talking about living madly we're talking about doing different things whatever i want to interview people that have so many different answers for this so i think money is energy it's a tool it's a fucking tool Mm -hmm. so what do you do for money well right now to make money um i provide like bookkeeping and accounting services for other entrepreneurs um i've been doing that for the last couple months and today is officially day one of uh, full time self employed. Wah wah wah. So, wah 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 wah. So I'm really excited um, to do that for money. Um, I've been actually thinking about money as energy yes. things. Um, and how like there are people who can put a lot of energy into you know crafting clothing or making stuff or like working in a warehouse. And they aren't being fairly compensated for that energy. Right. Um, so I, like, want to make sure that when we talk about money as energy, we're not, like, blaming people or calling other people's work, like, less energy. No. And I know you're not. Yeah. That's just something that I've been thinking about that I hear, like, a lot of online influencers and people like that be like, oh, money is energy. Like, just attract it and just make more of it. But that doesn't no, cover the whole story. It doesn't cover the whole story. Mm-hmm. I just know that people have been making money in mm-hmm. the most radically different ways. Right. And I, it's been cool. It's been, mm-hmm. it's been cool because when you do find your thing and finally – Open the floodgates. Give yourself the opportunity to make more. Raise your fucking frequency. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what I want to talk about. Because raising your frequency attracts more money. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And that's what I think you're doing. Mm -hmm. Jocelyn was working a nine-to-five classic accounting job. Mm -hmm. And she... I feel like you knew that you always had the potential to make more than what you were making. So, like, you took the leap. For less time. That was the thing. My nine to five during certain times of the year was an eight to six. Yeah, You know what I mean? An eight to six and then time on Saturday. So like the earning potential to move up through the firm to partner is huge. But the partners work more. Right. You know what I mean? So I wanted to find a way to stop trading my time for money and trade more service product based for money. What do you think... um, allowed you to take the leap 
like what fell in place mm-hmm. or what happened or a, it could have been a way of thinking like mm-hmm. who who did what how did it happen Austin Rowe. Oh, um, I think um, that's the man. That's, my that's her man's. Yeah. Um, so when Austin and I met, it was in 2016. Um, but even before Austin, I had stumbled across a little um, Netflix documentary called Less is More, oh. um, which is about minimalism. Yes. And so once I had learned about minimalism, um, and kind of decluttered some stuff. Then I turned to intentionalism. Oh my god! And then started thinking about the other clutter in my life. Well, what were you cluttering out, for instance? Well, like, um, really, it was like mindsets. Okay. Cool. It was like, it was like, oh, I have to work a nine and five, a nine to five wow. to make money, or um. The only way I can be successful is if I accept this um, summer leadership program and then accept the internship and then accept the full-time position right. to work at my company. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and really what I saw was, like, a different possibility for, like, how to make money and how to live your life um, that didn't revolve around consumerism as much. Right. Um, because, like, what I saw in my internship were people – complained about the work all week and then like spent all their money drinking away the weekend yeah and I just like didn't want to do that um so that was like in 2016 (laughs) I started to have these inklings of like um less is more less is more and like I can do something differently yeah and so that's around the time I met Austin and Austin pursued entrepreneurship um right from the get-go um and so I could see in him and then in the friendships I was attracting here mm-hmm. that like I had a service that was not only needed by my peers um that like I could make money doing it right mm-hmm. damn so then you took the leap because yeah because you knew in your heart how long did it take you from working the corporate job to finally like say I'm done mm-hmm. I'm done with this so it's funny because I had plans to work my corporate job um, up until the point of, like, senior associate, which would take, like, three years. Damn. Um, and so that's how long I was actually at my previous company. Okay. Um, and so at the end of last busy season, so, like, in April, um, I decided that I was going to start making moves over the summer so nice. that I wouldn't have to work another busy season again. Yes. And quit before December 31st. Um, Boom, and you did that way before. Yeah, Yeah, we had a deadline at work on October 15th, um, and then that's when I put in my two weeks to finish out the month and then start November um, self-employed. And how did it feel when you put in your two weeks? It was crazy. It was really crazy. Austin was there holding my hand. Really? (laughs) While I sent the email, yeah. Um, And I don't know. I I was kind of in in shock at first. Like, I wasn't – I didn't feel like – that excited like that oh my god I'm so ready right sort of feeling it was really bittersweet because I do like I do love my previous co-workers and like working with them in those relationships um I was kind of nervous about how the news of me moving on to something it's like in entrepreneurship was gonna land right um but everyone was super excited for me super happy for me willing to give me advice and support um and so I felt really good to like leave on that high note 
It's really awesome when, well, this is the thing. So we make up these stories in our minds all the time that we're going to disappoint, but I'm reading. So I started reading Glennon Doyle's Untamed mm. book, whatever. And she keeps talking about how the we're supposed to disappoint so many people in our lives except for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And if we're disappointing ourselves and not following what we actually want to do, like, that's that's not what we're supposed to be doing. Like, you know, we're supposed to be living our truths. We're supposed to be disappointing everyone around us. It's crazy that you thought you're going to disappoint a lot of people, mm-hmm. but in turn, they're, like, so fucking stoked to you. Like, that just has to feel so good and give you a sense of I can do this like yeah. do you feel that way now yeah, yeah I definitely like um feel confident in my abilities to create um something bigger than myself um I do have like goal- big goals I was for, gonna like, ask where you. this can go um I think for myself uh someone as a self-proclaimed high achiever I have to um remind myself that you overestimate what you can do in a day but you underestimate what you can do in a year so there's like a saying that goes people overestimate what they can do in a day but underestimate what they can do in a year and so that really just talks about like how you're like oh my gosh I have like seven things I have to do today and one of them took two hours instead of 30 minutes and now I'm behind and I can't do it so I'm just gonna give up I'm just gonna stop literally but people forget that you have 365 of those in a year. And you have 365 attempts to push the needle. Push the needle, exactly. And so I have big goals for where my business can go. So, But I got to start slow. Start slow, sustainable, in the infant phase, you know, like, and then put my energy where I want to see the business grow and then just keep watering. <laughs> Keep watering. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, I love that literally so much. <laughs> um, Do you have any fear with this? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's natural to fear, like, going from, you know, a salaried position to not a salaried position. Yeah. Um, You know, there's some, like, natural fear there. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um... And there was, at first, some fear about, like, showing up on social media as an entrepreneur um, and, like, putting my face to my stories. Um, I found it really helpful to separate my Instagrams in that sense, Um, especially because, like, I specialize in accounting. Yeah. And, like, not everybody, like, not all my friends and family want to hear about accounting or have any need for it at all. Yeah. So it was actually really helpful to separate them. I and like then just name. show yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. I I totally agree. Why is it so hard to put on a persona in front of the ones you love most? Mm. Do you know what I mean though? Yeah. Because I it's it's not imposter syndrome. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. I think because like it's easy to uh, it's easy to talk to the faceless the people nameless who, people yeah or like just the instagram handles or the instagram profiles but it's like different when you're talking to people you know is it because life. they have is it because they've already wrote you off and put you in a box like they've already kind of identified you as a person and we're like breaking the norms so like we feel that we don't want to like 
I don't know. Well, there break is break a I- part of that box that they put us in. Right. There's this idea of like the mask you've put on to people and how people see you, and like if you want, it's hard to show them that you're different than right. what you've shown shown them already. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there is like that. It's so, it's, social media is so fascinating to me. And it's the people you know and care about most whose opinions are more impactful to you than strangers' opinions. Right. You know, so like acting out of alignment with your loved one's perceptions of you. Goes back to the disappointing thing. Yeah. And that's harder to do than to act out of alignment of people who have perceptions of you that you don't know about. Right. So this idea of intentionalism, Mm -hmm. how are you being intentional with growing this new thing? Right. And moving the needle every day Mm -hmm. and like doing it. Like, Mm -hmm. do you have a plan that you look at every day? Um, I have a Trello. I don't know if you know what that is. It's like a, um, like a task manager sort of app. Um, it's free. You can just you can download the app and add it in the browser. Wow. I like it because you can have multiple boards and then you can have multiple lists per it's like board. Pinterest. But no, it's better. Eh, I mean kinda. But it's it's for note taking. Okay. Um so I have one that has like a department, like each of my departments, like sales, marketing, operations, mm. delivery, networking, accounting for my own self, mm-hmm. um, continued education, mm-hmm. mindset, stuff like that. Um, and I've just been dumping, like, what I want to do on each of them mm. into there to kind of, like, catch it all and, like, know what my tasks are for those specific areas. Um, and then I've been trying to calendar block, like, what I'm going to do each day. Dope. Um, so it's the end of the month, which means I have, like, um, like my bookkeeping deliverables to start thinking about for October for my clients. Um, so I spent the morning doing some of that stuff. Nice. Um, and then I have some other, I have some like, out of that list of, this is my brain dump of everything I need to do in my business going forward. I have, um, in my bullet journal, I have a list of like what I want to accomplish in the month. I feel like when you start a business, you like always just have to be thinking about it and sometimes it can get exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. Always thinking about because when it's just you, your brain never turns off. Mm-hmm. Have you set like intentional parameters? Like I'm gonna wake up and work from this time to this time, or is it just like I have like um, kind of I have like my calendly to set up nice to take meetings between like ten and four. Good, so you're giving your good. Yeah, so that's like kind of like my main work time. Okay, um, cool. I've been trying to wake up like seven thirty, seven forty five before eight. Um, nice. Do some morning routine stuff and then kind of like get into, I don't know if you've taken like the chronotype quiz. No. It's about like what tasks are most productive for you at what time and like when you need to go to bed How do you find all of these <laughs> tests? Literally, I need a list. I will, I should, I should actually compile a resource you for should, every personality test you imaginable. Should, you every should. personality test I've ever taken. Like literally, cause they're so good. Yeah. They're so good. That information, I just feel like knowledge is power. And when you know the most about yourself, you can just fully thrive. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people are so, like, against taking those, Mm. which Mm -hmm. I just think is crazy because it's, like, it's about you. Yeah. No one else is plugging in that information. You are. Yeah. So, like, there's got to be some fucking truth to it. Right. 
So, and uh, you know, it doesn't mean you have to like rewrite your whole identity to right. like fit the thing. It's just to be like, oh. it's just brings you the awareness of like, oh, I never thought about it like that, or oh, you know what, like, I do have control problems. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it gives you some perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So the Chronos personality type. It's like it's um it's like your sleep type. Oh. So it's like when you should go to bed, when you should wake up, when you should do. So I'm a bear. Oh my god. That's <laughs> Which is so like the fun. most common one. Oh my god, that's so fun. So like I'm a bear. They <laughs> Tell us more. So you're supposed to wake up at like six to eight-ish, whatever. Okay. And then you're supposed to do like your highest brain focus energy like work in the, in the morning. morning. Yeah. And then like lower brain energy work in the afternoon. Wow. And then go to bed at like 10 midnight something like that okay nice so like my brain will shut off at 2 p.m and this happened to me throughout like and working like yeah. even going to class like I like to take my yeah. morning classes in college um and even through work like I would crush the morning and yeah. then come two o'clock like I couldn't even think anymore I totally identify with that well I have a very short window of when I'm productive <laughs> But I'm I'm intrigued. I want to take the test. Yeah. Because uh, I wake up and, like, I have to ease fucking into it, dude. Well, mm-hmm. just I've learned. Um, and then around 10 o'clock is when I'm my most productive. Yeah. And then it shuts off around two or three. Yeah. So, like, what's your most – what's the – What's the like task my high that you're doing? Yeah. Well, this morning it was um, drafting contracts. Oh, um, dope. So like that's big brain energy. And you like <laughs> schedule that out. Like that's in your yeah. Schedule. Well, I well because I knew um like because it's the end of the month. Yeah, because I'm onboarding my clients this week um okay. to make sure that they have the. I'm looking at <gasps> two, the time. two two <gasps> two oh two two p.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if this stops making sense, it's because my brain is shut off. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, but it's, like, and then doing my actual, like, bookkeeping work in the morning. Um, Doing, like, like, I renewed my auto insurance this morning. Oh, okay. Just, like, stuff that, like, is going to take some thought, some time, and energy. And then my afternoons are for more creative endeavors like this. Fun. Or, like, marketing, content creation. That's kind of where I'm transitioning I love my work that. to. Mm-hmm. Are you loving having your days just like, well, I guess it's the first day, so well, you like I mean, haven't I- really been able to love it yet, <laughs> but, but are you excited about yeah. like just doing it? Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm really excited for like all the flexibility that it's going to allow me. Um, something I've been like wanting for so long is to work when inspired and rest when tired. Oh um, my God words to live by yeah because like in specifically in like the corporate world like it's super masculine and super like you need to produce the same amount of productivity output every single day and it's exhausting it's exhausting probably for men and for women but especially as a woman as my cycle changes like i'm more tired during my moon and i'm more energized during other parts of my cycle so to have the freedom to like truly embody how i'm feeling through my work is something I've been longing for. Oh my God, that just spoke to my soul. One thing that Jocelyn has taught me is that she works with her cycle. Can mm-hmm. you tell them how you do that? Right. So um, as a woman, our menstrual cycles change our energies throughout, like our energy changes throughout the month. Um, so day one is your period. Um, and that's a really like restful 
cycle. Um, I like to use that for planning the next month. Mm. Um, it's like that new life, new moon energy. Mm-hmm. So like planning for the next month. Then we go into your follicular phase, which is, you know, your your egg is starting to be produced for that month. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's my like, that's very creative, high energy, oh, high social okay. environment, like time. So like that's when I'll do like some more creative projects um, or like high intensity projects it's a good time to do high intensity workouts yes um then you ovulate which is really good for social interactions um and like commute well because think about it like (laughs) you're horny for more you're trying to get knocked up during those two (laughs) those three days you know (laughs) yeah so like you're out about in the world more it's a great time for public speaking and like all that stuff and then as you go into your um luteal phase as you know like your egg is starting to be reabsorbed and then your uterine wall will start shedding. Um, you really slow down. So it's like my like wrap up phase. So it's like, is there anything from the last month that I haven't been able to complete? Um, and try and like wrap that up and get ready for a rest. Um, the couple days before my period and the couple days during it. Damn dude. That's so fun. Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. I've been, um, uh, so I'm not good at tracking that much of my cycle, but I've been taking my temperature every day to see oh, when nice. I'm, yeah, ovulating because mm-hmm. that is the time when things come alive. I feel like I'm always like creating so much during uh-huh. that phase, mm-hmm. and I know it. I just know it. Yeah. So it's fun. How long have you been incorporating knowing all that mm-hmm. into your day to day? And like, it's hasn't it been recent or no? Yes, it's been, it's been like a year. I feel I like. I mean, to know it. But in terms of incorporation, I'm laughing because I literally set a Google Calendar. Um, Like, I have a Google Calendar called Cyclical, and I literally, like, put phase one, like, for five days. Damn. So every day I can go and see, like, okay, I'm in phase one, or I'm in phase whatever. And then I, like, have that visual. Again, people, (laughs) knowledge is fucking power. In my Google Calendar, nonetheless. And if that's not a Virgo, then I don't know what is. (laughs) (laughs) awesome <laughs> i mean it's just smart yeah. it's literally smart it's yeah it's nice to be able to see it there mm-hmm. and be like oh okay this is why i'm feeling this way yeah let me yes. hold my heart mm-hmm. and like give myself the opportunity to feel yeah. that way instead of like writing it off and just be pissed off yeah. at yourself for feeling some type of way and not getting the shit done it's like i don't have know grace. if you know this but a woman's brain changes 25 percent during her whole cycle Dude, I... I'm, 25%. Shut... What do you mean it changes? Like, a quarter of you is different throughout oh your cycle. God. Isn't see, that crazy? That is... That is wild. And knowing that gives you grace, Dude. and it allows you to explain to your partners that you also need grace, and explain to your friends that you also need grace. Yeah. The female body is literally... I've been... Im- the most insane I've thing. been learning to embrace the fact that... I am meant to change. Yes. As a woman, as a soul. Yeah. It's why here on earth. Yes. I have a um a crescent moon tattooed on my foot and it's supposed to represent everlasting change because we are the fucking moon baby. Mm. We're always changing. Mm-hmm. We're in and out of everything. We're always evolving and always growing and it's so beautiful. Like you said, you're yeah. always learning and always growing and always mm-hmm. teaching. It's like I feel like that's why women were put on this 
earth and i genuinely think the minute like a bunch of females come into some high ass power shit's gonna change oh oh don't even get me started i know i think it's like i think solitude to an extent is a very masculine thing whereas like collectivism and like group and like women are like meant to commune with one Mm. another and like be in a circle like Mm. you know what i mean like and that's very feminine, like, mm-hmm. your interpersonal relationships, um, I feel is very, like, a feminine Embodied. undertone. Of, yeah. yeah, whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, getting women together, I think, is insanely powerful. I agree with you. Part of Living Madly, and, like, this podcast is about being a cheerleader to an yes. extent. Um, and, like, the divine feminine is love. It's only love. You know, everything is love. There's only love. And the love of a woman, boom, you know, like yeah. to one another, to themselves, to their partners, is an exponent yeah. to like what you can do yeah. when you add love to it. So true. I love to hype people up. Yeah. I've never realized it until like people started calling me a hype woman. And I'm like, actually, that is what I fucking am. I, I never got it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm getting it now and I'm excited to bring on people and all these perspectives and just talk and just chat about fucking beautiful life. It's cool. So anyway, back to your business. Mm-hmm. You want to know what's crazy? Yes. This is me. what I remembered from earlier <laughs> what I was going to say. So every day I write down this um, thing. It's in my journal, I write it down. I write, I, Madeline, uh, bleh, I, Madeline, am worthy of having all of my needs met all of the time. The right answers, people, and opportunities will present themselves. I radiate confidence and prosperity. Mm. And I was literally like, oh, my God. I wrote it down today, and I was like, oh, my God. That's Jocelyn. Yeah. She's prosperity accounting. Yeah. That's the biz. That's literally the biz. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like for the longest time, I like it d- didn't click, didn't click. And like today I was like, let me look up. Well, whatever. I just looked up prosperity and I was like, wow, that's such a great fucking word for her. How did you choose that word to be for your business? Um, So Austin ends his email newsletters to his gym clients with your partner in fitness. <gasps> Um, and so I thought of like your partner in prosperity, um, was like a really important message that I want to send. Um, I just think like, cause you know, I was going through the list of like typical, like accounting names, whatever, you know, trying to like think of something. Um, and then just prosperity made sense to me as like the goal, like, because I want my clients to, like, flourish and be yeah. prosperous. <laughs> and thrive. Yeah. With your help or without. Mm-hmm. That's what's cool. I I literally, I looked up the definition today and I was like, damn, she killed that. Mm-hmm. Because not only is it your business, it's you mm-hmm. as the educator. Mm-hmm. And, like, whatever. I don't know. I just loved it. Yeah. I, I literally loved it. Thank you. Kudos. Kudos. Yeah, I was very excited about that one. <laughs> I know. Did it take a long time to figure out? Well, yeah. I've kind of been thinking. I mean, I've had entrepreneurial desires since, like, last August yeah, of, I've, like, 2020 and yeah. even before that. 
you know, trying to think of like, okay, like what service do I actually have? Like who actually needs my help? And like personal finance is cool and stuff. And like, I love personal finance for myself. Um, it's not like my specialty right. or like, and it's really like personal finance is so personal and subjective, um, that I felt like, um, I wouldn't be able to like give justice to all the nuances of it. Right. Um, and then I saw, like, my community, my friends of fellow entrepreneurs um, needing support in their businesses mm-hmm. in terms of finances. And that's something that I went to school for. I worked in for three years. And it just kind of made sense to follow, like, that niche of business finance. Would that be your advice for anyone who wants to start a business? Find your need, Like, find what you can give to the world? Or... Yeah. I think, you know, it's like, who do you want to serve? Mm-hmm. Who do you want to help? Um, and the Venn diagram of like, what what are your gifts? What do you want to spend your time doing? You know, like, what sorts of things um, do you find valuable or necessary in the world that other people, their needs aren't being, being met on it? It's kind of like that Venn diagram of the happy medium between like, what you love and what you know, and then like, who needs it? Yeah. How do they, how does anyone know what they're good at? I think you gotta, like, lean into what, like, is fun and what feels good and, like, what's exciting, like, in your gut. Yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't, it's very interesting. There's a lot of things about you that you won't know until you ask someone. Mm. So, like, what I started to do um, a few months ago because I had I had no idea what I was good at but I know that I'm good at things Mm -hmm. um but I started asking people if you could describe me in three words what would you say like Mm -hmm. if you could describe me in three words what would you say ooh um (laughs) magnetic oh um nurturing oh um and visionary wow (laughs) Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. Magnetic, bitch. (laughs) That's perfect. I would, I would describe you by motivated, multifaceted. I said you're fucking so talented in so many different ways. And you're a teacher. Mm. You are a teacher. Every time I'm with Jocelyn, I learn something new. I'm telling you, this woman blows my mind every single time we have a conversation. Um, it's my favorite thing to do. I love it. I know. It's so... That's why I was like... Mm-hmm. my sh- uh, Whatever. Yeah. Um, if there was one piece of advice that you could tell your younger self, what would it be? I think about how my younger self trusted others Mm. more than she trusted herself Mm. and how she got lost along the way um and listening to guidance from others um that went against her own intuition so i would encourage her to believe in herself Mm. and to trust herself because in her soul she knows best boom Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Intuition is everything. Everything. 
like literally into like literally everything and it goes back to your I feel I feel like intuition and your intent what's like intentionalism I'm going back to because that's Mm -hmm. a fun word for me Mm -hmm. is like when you trust in your gut and have a good intention you're no when no I'm what is your question (laughs) I don't know well I just feel like when you're rooted in your intuition Mm -hmm. your intentions become so much more clear yeah yeah when you're rooted in your intuition like you know what you want and you know what like fills you and what feeds you and what will take away from you from that happiness from what you want to do so i think those two go hand to hand if you don't trust your gut right now you need to start Mm -hmm. getting deep with yourself Mm -hmm. listening to your gut if you Mm -hmm. don't know what your gut is it's that feeling that if someone says something and all of a sudden you get like a sharp ping that's like oh no oh no Mm -hmm. oh no 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 follow that shit (laughs) just do it just do it because Mm -hmm. it'll help so much with your life and I think if you're having a hard time, like, identifying, like, what is your intuition, um, provide yourself options. Boom. And that'll help kind of, like, identify. To, you'll you'll be able to feel which option feels the best for you. Wait, what do you mean? So, like, ask yourself a few questions? Like, like sit with it? Like, um, let's say you're trying to decide um, if you're going to go to the party on Saturday. Okay. So, it's like, I go to the party on Saturday, and I see my friends, and we dance. Or, like... I stay home and read the book I really have been wanting to, like, read, you know? And, like, you can kind of see, like, which is more, what draws you in more and kind of make that decision. Yeah, and don't second guess it. Mm-hmm. Like, just lean in, lean into yeah. it. Get, get it. Yeah, I find I always, my, when I have, it's like, someone asks you, like, oh, what do you want to do? Or, oh, where do you want to go to eat? I'm like a blank slate. But if someone's yeah. like, oh, do you want, like, pizza or Chinese? I'm like, oh, I want Chinese. Boom. So asking yourself questions and kind of having more of those parameters helps me define, like, my intuition more. I love that. That's good. I hate when people ask me open-ended questions. Mm-hmm. Not that I hate when people ask me open-ended questions, but if you're asking me what, for, what I want for dinner for the fifth time in a week, sorry, Graham, <laughs> I am not going to know. Yeah, just give me two options. Give me two give me options, options. And then I know which one I want. And I'll lean into one Men of them. Men take notes. <laughs> yes. I'm an indecisive creature. Okay, last question of the day. Thank you so much for being here. I of just course, need to thank say. Thank you for having me. Um, do you believe you're living madly as fuck? And how? Um, so I was really excited to have this question. Yes! <laughs> because now I really do feel like I'm living madly. Yeah. Um, I'm like taking that chance on myself and following my intuition and creating a service that I know will change, you know, entrepreneurs' lives. Literally. Um, and I'm so, 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 so excited to, like, see where this t- will take me. I have, like, really big visions for what it could be. Um, but I'm excited to just start taking the little steps right now. I love that. All right, everyone. Well, thank you for listening today. Jocelyn, any final notes? Uh, no, just thank you for having me. And um, I hope I was a good enough guest to be invited back Are soon. you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Take that back. You are absolutely the most perfect guest to have on. Thank you. Um, until next time, go out there, trust your intuition. And start living madly. And start living madly.